what is going on guys it is your boy tkd123 here back here in place in swords this is of course save slot podcast the weekly news show about any and all things ps5 playstation games and playstation itself with me of course my luxurious co-host the iraq man how you doing good sir i'm doing well how are you yo i'm i'm doing more than well man we we've had a great packed week in playstation absolutely we've been playing some video games bro oh man i let oh Ah, uh, goddamn! What a week! What a week! But um, other than that, no, like I've been really good. Um, uh, I, I, I've been, you know, um, what's the name? Like tweeting, very, very, uh, vaguely about a specific set of emails. That have I told you what that's about? Not in detail. I know as much as the public. Oh shit! Okay, I'm gonna tell you after the show for Ooh. sure. But uh, it's definitely a big deal trust like i know i'll be hyping a lot of things up this Making one's worth moves. the hype i promise oh moves. trust trust of course housekeeping you can catch the show here on youtube.com this place in source as well as podcast services like apple Podcasts, google play spotify etc via our anchor link in the description like the video and or rate the podcast to help us get seen by more viewers so we can grow the pss family down below you can let us know what you like or dislike about the show and connect with us further on Twitter and Discord in the description as well. If you're feeling generous, feel free to hit up that join button to become a member of the channel with the $1 Prince tier, like to be with Musa and Arachnite and our $5 King whoa, tier whoa, members. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, wait. What happened? What happened? What happened? You what happened? gotta you gotta check who's a Prince tier and who's a King tier now, gamer. Is there, is there a typo? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Hold up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is there a problem, sir? I'm sorry. Hold on, yo. Because, you know, I got to double check. Like, I'm really trying to finesse. You know what I'm saying? I got to. Let's see. Memberships. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, wait. Hold on. Oh, yes, sir. A king tier. Okay. I. Okay. 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 All right. Arachna has uh, has uh, ascended, if you will, to the higher class. Just kidding. Anyone that supports is, 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 is <laughs> of the uh, same class, you know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a king tier, you know what I mean? You know. You a know. A little bit more. Yeah. I feel like there's another. Oh, we know. Okay, okay. Now, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, now we're good. Now we're good. Let me, let me, let me double check. Okay. Uh, one, two, three, four. Yep, okay. Perfect. Okay. So Tapiwa Musa holding it down on that Prince tier was good king. And then the King King tiers, Caleb Kaiser, Arachnite, Psyquest Sean, City of Vet Gaming, and the homie Owen. Much love to all the members, especially the Kings, though. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Kings. You can check out the stream series throughout the week if you missed them. Uh, mainly just been playing uh, Metal Gear Solid 4. Uh, not the best act this week, but I hear that act four next week is going to be crazy. So we probably got some better stuff over there. Um... And you can catch my two Returnal streams that we did uh, as well on the channel. Um, not necessarily a stream series, but I am going to keep streaming Returnal because that's those are fun streams for sure. Those are fun. Those are fun. Uh, podcast reviews. Uh, I guess I'll send Arachne over to Spotify. I'll check up here on uh, Apple Podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what we got. Uh, Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I predict the same amount. Yep, same amount. Same amount. Yep. Wait, I forgot. Did Lords? Did. Yeah, because Lords, Lords of Pluto was like last week. I believe so, yes. 
Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. It says our rating is clean. I don't know if that's right, to be honest. I don't know if that's... Would you call us a clean podcast, generally speaking? Uh, didn't we have an episode a few weeks ago where I compared something to hentai? <laughs> I think... I think so. Absolutely. It sounds right. Yeah. I would I would I would call us a nice PG thirteen, you know? Yeah. Maybe maybe at times radar for sure, but like I'd say the average PG thirteen for sure. Well, PG thirteens you're only allowed one one F bomb. So you gotta choose when to use it. Oh man. Okay. During this episode we will use now, is it one per person or one in totality? I think in PG-13, it's one in totality. Okay, so one of us got to use the F-bomb. If to, it feels right, I think either right. of us has the permission to. Okay. I'm going to make sure, like, if I use it, it's going to absolutely be the right choice. Absolutely. I, I, I have faith in you. I won't, I won't, I won't use it sparingly. But um, in case you missed it on the channel, of course, we did a lot this week. Your boy's a little bit tired, but we still out here. Okay, we did Ratchet and Clank gameplay trailer reaction on Monday. That was cool. I did a breakdown of that gameplay trailer as well. We covered PS Plus games, so just to get that out the way, uh, play PS Plus games for May 2021. You're getting Battlefield 5, Stranded Deep, and Wreckfest Die Hard Die Last, which I can't believe that's a real title for a game. Arachnate, do any of these PS Plus games took your fancy? Uh, absolutely not. Alright then, <laughs> let's keep it moving. Yeah, uh, ooh. I, I think it's the same for you and I in that aspect. Um, I do, I do, I, I'm not saying I'm going to, but I would be interested, hypothetically speaking, in Battlefield 5's vignette, single player, you know, mm-hmm. those like, standalone stories, like, that whole experience sounds pretty cool, and of course, we got Battlefield 5 here because I'm assuming that we're going to get a Battlefield 2021 announcement at some point soon. You know, that's yeah. been going around Twitter a lot. So, um, and I'm actually very excited for that, you know, because COD's rumored to be going World War II. Battlefield's looking to be more of a modern slash like early future type of shooter, which definitely is more up my alley than World War II. So, dude, some of those right COD there. rumors are looking kind of rough. Yeah, bro. There's some we. Yeah, bro. There's 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 some like I've been hearing like for the first time like there might be a real future where we might not get a new COD this year. That's wild. Um, people are saying like like there could be a Modern Warfare Two multiplayer remaster, but like OG Modern Warfare Two, hmm. you know, which that in itself is a whole discussion because it's like if you're gonna remaster it, in my eyes, Modern Warfare Two is a game that is broken, and that is Modern Warfare Two at its core. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You, if you got, if you're gonna remaster Modern Warfare Two, you gotta fix a few things. No, but see, like that's the difficult thing, Arachnite, is that yes, in theory, you should fix it, right? But Modern Warfare Two has always been broken. <laughs> so, like, is Modern Warfare Two still Modern Warfare Two if you fix its flaws? You yes. know, like, uh, I like, mean, dude. One man army new to if that's fixed in the remaster, like bro, is that even Modern Warfare 2? Commando Pro. Is that even Modern Warfare 2 if it's not there? You know what I'm saying? You're tying in the flaws with the game and mixing them with nostalgia. I mean I know that they're flaws. I know that if Marvel 2 came out this year. Also, my bad, I am sipping coffee because I'm trying to, you know, wax the old uh the old the old lungs because your boy was screaming last night um like i know 
in theory i'm wrong but i do but i have talked to other people that that love mono for two and a lot of people agree well people that i've spoken to at least i don't know like the general populace but i know in practice you're right like i know when you look at it without nostalgia purposes yes you you should fix a broken game absolutely but at the same time it's like i don't know man i don't know man i don't know you know what i'm saying not particularly (laughs) all right well all right (laughs) (laughs) we did do a return on metacritic reaction which arachnite you fucking nailed it thank you thank you king shit king shit we never decided a wager so um i say uh it's a big iou one so if there's ever like a need that you have um i will be uh, at your disposal uh i'll think about it we'll keep it we'll keep it like chill like it was just a medic keeping the talk yeah yeah yeah. keeping the talk it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a advanced iou one that can be a tangible product a task you know what i'm saying be anything you know i can work with that for sure for sure uh we did that state of play uh 11 reactions we did which uh we'll we'll get to on the main news course just to get general impressions of it but um yeah we reacted to that and of course um the uh ratchet and clank uh state of play review for road to rift apart episode four very very fun episode right there me and Taji just gushed about the game for a very very long time uh, and then two return all streams as well, like I said before. But I've been talking for too much. Arachnite, have you been playing anything besides Returnal that you want to talk about? Uh, honestly, no. Other than the usual, just some Spider-Man PS4 or well, Spider-Man Remastered stuff. Mm-hmm. No, just other than Returnal, I've been hyped for Returnal all week. Yes, sir. I was so hyped. Um. Uh, there's a there's a very fun clip on TikTok and uh, on Twitter this week. Um, I swear to God, Arachne, it said zero. Yeah, I'm it sure. Was counting it, I'm da- sure it did. It was counting down to zero. I'm sure it did. Trust, like I would not have made that mistake. And then it shot up to 59 minutes. Bro, I'm. Let me let me set the scene for what I was doing. Uh, when I saw those tweets, <laughs> so I was I was playing near that that is something I have been playing near replicant. Mm. I do recommend it. It's a very beautiful game. So I was playing some near. I was like, okay, you know, the loading screen real quick. Let me check Twitter, as I do. I see reliable news source, friend. TKD one two three, reliable news source. It's like Returnal was going live in less than thirty minutes. I check when the tweet was posted, twenty like twenty five minutes ago. It's like, fuck. No, but like, I, bro, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it said it would open at eight. It so always thinking, opens at nine. I understand. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I was like, wait, was there some fancy schmancy deal where like they're opening it early? You know, hey, like Invincible, that dropped on like Thursday afternoon last week. You know, I was like, okay, all right, bet sounds good. Look at this tasty treat. I get to watch Invincible early. You know, so I thought this tasty treat was me being able to play Returnal early, and um. 
Turns out, uh, mentions on that tweet were saying, like, like, hey, like, that's a common, like, PlayStation bug. Like, and I, and I guess I've never really paid attention to that clock that much because I always just wait till 9, like I should be doing, you know? But I was, I was getting a little bit too antsy. I know. I So I was like, okay, Kevin knows what he's talking about most of the time. <laughs> so it's like... All right, so I closed that in there. I ignored everything going on. It's like, I don't care what's going on here. I'm going to the, the nearest safe station. Blew through an important cutscene. The dialogue is like, whatever. I'll, if I need to know, I'll watch it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so I saved. I closed. Like, hard alt F4 as soon as the save said it was done. I go on to PlayStation and I see 59 minutes. <laughs> it's like, oh boy. So I hop in the stream. It's like, maybe it's just me. Maybe there's <laughs> something wrong with me. I hop in the stream. We've got like 20, like 22 people there. 22, 25 people into the stream. And it hits it hits you later than it hits me. Because you, there's still hope in your eyes. There really was. And, and then as soon as the information process that you got got, it was painful. I felt I, all of that pain. <laughs> it, is, it is the most public got got moment I've ever had in my entire life. Like, live streaming. And then there was a prospect of like, okay, I thought that I had saved the stream before I took it down on YouTube. But I didn't. So then there was a thing of, okay... Did anyone clip that stream? Because <laughs> it was like an eight, it was like an eight-minute stream. I was like, did anybody clip anything about that stream? Because that shit was hilarious. And thank God. Um, oh my God, why am I forgetting his name? Oh, TNB Derek. TNB Derek. Uh, uh, was able to save it, and I think Owen as well. Owen as well saved it, but I, I don't think I saw his version of uh, the events that happened. Owen saved the same version that Derek did, so he didn't show it because he felt it would be redundant, I believe. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I, I, I'm just happy that we had people uh, <laughs> not save and clip that. Oh, man, that was that was, that was was funny. Good times, good times. But, um, yeah. so how's, uh, so Nier, Rebelkit's been doing good? I've been seeing yeah. a lot of buzz about Nier, but I've never actually had any desire to play it, but... I... It's a hack and slash. Okay. The gameplay is simple but fun. The story and the soundtrack are where you where the game shines. It has an excellent story, and the soundtrack is nothing less than beautiful all the way through. Okay, okay. And as far as I'm aware, near replicant, the like like it's like version one point two whatever the hell, right? Yeah, it's a remake. It's a remake of the first game that's before Near Automata. Yeah, it's it's okay. a it's a remake of the game that released in 2010, I believe. Mm. Uh, and it 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 fixes a lot of issues the original had, and it fixes some issues that Automata had. And both are great. Both are great games. I rec I can't recommend them enough. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, anything else? Nope. That just, you play at least? Yeah. No. As uh, as soon as I close the stream, or like you close the stream uh, for uh, for Returnal, it's like, man, 
I'm just gonna go watch Invincible. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that Invincible finale. Me and my Ooh. little brother watched it again last night. It's so good. We had to put on that double watch for sure. Um, yeah. Of course, those listening, we will be talking about Return for the main topic of the show. We're just going to get through all the news in a nice, timely fashion. And then we're going to go on our beat and gush about Returnal at the end of the show. Um, I am going to attempt to do timestamps this episode. Okay? It's happening. All right? I was trying to do it live, but, you know, I don't think that I could podcast great while also having to pay attention to timestamps and all that. So, um, I'm going to try to do it in post. All right? I have it all laid out. It shouldn't be that bad. Okay. So, hope y'all enjoy those. Um, if I, You know what? Actually, hold up. Hey, Siri. Can you remind me to do timestamps tonight at like uh, 9 p.m.? Okay. Add it to today's reminders. Hey, Siri. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you ever thank Siri for doing requests Absolutely. for Absolutely. Good man, good man. See, when the robots take over, they're gonna remember us humans as being very kind. You know, our our Siri that's tied to our iCloud account are gonna vouch for us. Trust. Trust. Absolutely, absolutely. I beat Dirge of Cerberus, Final Fantasy VII, of course. Um, this game is not good, right? Like, let me just put that out there, okay? And I don't think it's worth the hassle that I went through, quote unquote hassle, like it wasn't like a Herculean type, you know, like it wasn't like a crazy Herculean task. Um, you I went out and- Herculean? What? Her it's Her Herculean. It's Herculean. Dude, uh, is it, I've Isn't it Herculean? I believe it's her. Uh, it's a Herculean task. The Hercules-esque task. <laughs> <laughs> That that I did, which is not really that bad. I just went and got like a PS2 HDMI adapter and and, and got new controllers and all that. Um, but yeah, like this game gameplay wise does not age gracefully at all whatsoever. Um, but the story is fire, right? The story definitely carried this game and is the main pull of this game. So for that being said, honestly, if you're itching to play Intermission DLC within FF7 Remake Integrated coming out next month, um, oh my god, it's next month, bro. Let's, let's go. Let's go! Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and FF7, oh, let's go! Dude, next month, fire. But, um, yeah, I would recommend just watching it on YouTube. I think that'll really hit the spot, you know what I'm saying? Unless you really want to play it, go ahead. Why not? You know, it's a, it's an, it's, it's, it's just not the best gameplay game by any means, but I enjoyed it. You know, it is what it is. Uh, it's, it's, it's easy for me to like anything out of seven. So it all worked out. And then this, I got into this game, right? Waiting for Returnal. It was like 5 PM. I'm like, I want to do nothing right now, but play Returnal. Like, God damn it. So. I picked up my Vita, right? And um, I bought this game called Scourgebringer. Now, this is uh, one of the games that is essentially one of the last Vita games that are going to be released on Vita. Um, and it's a roguelike hack and slash type of game. Honestly, it's it's essentially, in a lot of ways, Hades, but for Vita. Like, it is a really, really fun game. Like, it is really, really cool. Um, I'm really digging it. It has a very like simplistic like map thing where like 
um, you essentially like fill out this like design grid of different rooms that you go into and um, you clear them out and stuff like that and within those rooms there's different um, uh, um, different like boss challenges that you can do or there's shops that you can get to use some of your blood that you get by killing other people in the game um, and it's like this uh, like I don't even know like really the story off the top of my head I forgot but essentially like you're this girl and you're the only one that can go through this crucible like go through these challenges so I'm enjoying it so far I, I think the gameplay is re really really fun um, very very satisfying like you know how in Hades Arachnite sometimes you could get a build that you're just really good at dashing and laying attacks and going from enemy to enemy and just and just killing them like a tornado you know what I'm saying yeah that is always in Scourgebringer. So, I'm loving the way the game plays. Um, so, it's on Vita. I think it's like 20 bucks, I think, or something like that. Uh, if you have a Vita, I would highly recommend it. Definitely want to support a new Vita game. And uh, Scourgebringer is great. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I would definitely recommend that. So, I think I'm going to... I am going to put it on hold until I beat... Returnal because it's also a roguelike. I should have said that. It's also a roguelike you, you as well. You did say that. I did? Okay, cool. Okay, bet. All right, cool. Just to make sure. Yeah, so it's like, uh, I don't want to, you know, forget what, you know, a parasite does in Returnal and get it confused with something in Scorchbringer. So I'm going to just beat Returnal first and then we'll get to Scorchbringer later on. Arachnid PS5 watch, baby. You know what I'm saying? We got uh, some cool numbers about PS5 game sales and hardware sales and all that um, via the earnings call this week um so let's see here so uh <clears throat> so as of march 31st 2021 sony sold an eye-watering 58.4 million first party games on ps5 and ps4 it is a 17 percent um it's up by 17 percent of the total wait sorry that's a that's a significant 17 percent of the total 338.9 million games sold for its system during the aforementioned term um, these sales both include physical, sorry, these sales include physical and digital games as well. So, not a lot to say there, but just like, you know, obviously the software on PS4 and PS5 have, have been selling like crazy. And then in terms of the console, Arachnite, PS5 has sold 7.8 million units as of it releasing. And it tops the PS4 same time frame, which it was at 7.6 million. So not by a ton, but it is passing the the PS4 in terms of sales at that given time, and it's doing that with COVID, with they're not, with them not being able to sell, um, I mean make the max PS5s that they want to and that they could do in a normal time frame. So I think above all else, like like that's the most fascinating thing and the most impressive thing that this thing is still selling, in spite of all that, you know. Agreed. So. Pretty cool right there to note. And uh, then uh, people asked Sony, you know, okay, so, you know, you sold uh, 7.8 million. <laughs> like, how is that stock looking? Are you going to be restocking? And they had an interesting quote here. So the chief financial officer says, quote, we're aiming for more sales volume than the PS4 during year two, but can we drastically increase the supply? No, that's not likely. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then he goes on to explain that component shortages are still a problem, but there are potential workarounds. He says, quote, for example, we could find maybe a secondary resource or by changing the design, we could cope. So that's interesting. So like they're already thinking about changing the components of the PS5 already so that they can make more PS5s. That's interesting. Well, is, yeah. As long as it doesn't impede performance, that because the issue is a chip. It's not like plastic. It's not what. It's not the shell of a console. It's it's the the issue lies with processing power. Right. Like, like finding the right components to make the PS5 as powerful as it is. And that's what worries me. Like would you buy a down like a watered down PS5 if it was available because I wouldn't. Yeah, no way. Yeah, no. No and and, and to be honest, like I don't think that they want that either, right? Yeah, like I no doubt way. It. Yeah, like I think they're going to try to find a chip that is essentially the same speeds and the same capability as the main chip on the PS5, yeah, for sure, because, yeah, like, that would be a really weird thing if, like, all of a sudden, like, there's these shipments where these chips are, you know, maybe not by, like, a huge amount, but, but maybe it runs, like, on average, like, a frame or two less than the launch PS5s. Yeah. Like, that would be weird, for sure. That's That'd something, be very weird. That, that's something they'd have to market, like, to be honest, is, like, yeah, this is a, you know, this is a version 2 PS5 or whatever. But I wouldn't yeah. buy that. Like, I would just wait. And this is coming from someone who waited. Like, I know I got one eventually, and I'm very grateful and lucky for that. But this is coming from somebody who was on every Wario 64 tweet the minute it was tweeted. Yeah. Yeah. So, I know what it's like, and it's hard but if if there is a a difference in performance the weight is definitely worth it because the PS5 is a remarkable console yeah and we yeah. saw that full force like we saw that like all the all the bells and whistles of what a PS5 can really do with the Ratchet and Clank uh, state of play Mm-hmm. And I mean, we we played it right here with Returnal this week with that Dual Sense man. Oh my God, bro! God damn! Listen, man, listen. I know, I know, this is a PlayStation podcast. You know what I'm saying? But hey, I mean, PlayStation games be hidden different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know, man. But um, but yeah, no, like I bet they're gonna try their absolute best to find the chip that is around the same caliber as the ps5's main chip like i would say there's no way it could be worse by like even like a one percent margin you know what i'm saying like right it it has to really be undistinguishable you know um and yeah like at least this really shows me that like they are willing to do that to get more ps5s out there which is like damn it's it, it really be like that it's funny, and I like you said, I know this is a PlayStation podcast, but I love how un- under every tweet is like, PS5s are finally in stock. Go, go, go. Also, here's an Xbox Series X if anyone's interested. Yeah. Oh, wait. You know, I haven't, I haven't been looking too deeply into, like, the links and everything for these consoles, 
Are there? Is it really an easier time getting a Series X than a PS5? I, I could have gotten a Series X in December. I feel. Jeez. Like Man. getting a Series okay. X. Like if I was an Xbox person, I could have gotten a Series X at any time, because even like GameStop, Best Buy, it's like oh the PS5s are out of stock. Hmm. I would go as like, hey, let me check out. Like, I, I've done it a few times. I did, or I did it a few times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When I was on the hunt for a PS5, and it's like, I let see. me. Is the Series X out of stock? And it's like, nope. I could buy one right now. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> honestly, that goes to show. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know if they've said like, I mean. I'm going to reference a tweet that I can't reference because I forgot who tweeted it. So y'all going to have to trust me with my own word. Um, I think the PS5 is outselling the Series X by like 2 to 1. I don't think it's exactly 2 to 1, but like it's it's essentially as close as 2 to 1 you can be to 2 to 1. You know, which is, is man, it is what it is, man. You know, it just, you know. Yeah. Just, sometimes it just do be like that. It really know? do be like that. Like. It, it, just, it just really do. Should have got sure. a better console. Yep. <laughs> and then the last thing, goddamn, we're we we are so biased, but you know what? At least we say we're biased. All right. I mean, I, but at the end of the day, it's like, listen, dude, the Series X launched with not one first-party game. I bought an Xbox One before I bought a PS4 when I was younger. That's true. So you have a you have a even more credibility to say that. Yeah, I've never I, bought an Xbox. Yeah. I had a 360 before I had a PS3, and I had, and and I had an original Xbox before, and I didn't even have a PS2 or a PS1. Mm-hmm. So, I was an Xbox person. But the and only, hey, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. All I was gonna say is like the only reason I was an Xbox person is because my friends were Xbox people, but yeah. on its own, rip bozo. And hey, I mean, yo, I gotta give credit where credit's due. You know, Xbox been cooking up. They've they've been making moves over here. So I'm not saying that this whole generation is gonna be a wash right now. Um, And I'm sure we will see good Xbox games come out. Uh, At least I hope. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, so yeah, yeah. But I'm expecting there to be competition this this generation. But we'll see. We'll see. Also, uh, to tie it all in a bow, PS5 pillagers in Japan, sorry, in China opened Arachnite. They sold out in 20 minutes flat. The entire country of China. 20 minutes. That Gone. Makes, that doesn't surprise me, considering what we went through. About we and me. <laughs> oh, man. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. But, uh into the news here for episode 15 ps4 has sold the most games in history on any other console in history i think i said that twice but um it's okay well you know sometimes you win you lose you know but uh, but the ps4 won this time here so uh it is being projected it it is being projected here that uh at least 1.578 1.58 I'll round up billion copies of PS4 titles have been sold to cu- sold to customers since it launched all the way back in 2013. That's wild, you know. Um and it beat the previous record held by the PS2, which is of course the the most sold console in history 
um, when the PS2 is at 1.54 billion PS3 games sold. So, just forget it. I would throw those out there. I like having these like little stats out there in the wild. You know, not not nothing too crazy to report there. Nothing too earth shattering. I bet what's gonna inflate the PS4 numbers actually is the PS5 sales because a lot of people are buying PS4 games on the PS5, right? So there is that too, yeah. That's a that, that's something that I just thought about. Yeah, that could definitely be happening for sure. So yeah, pretty cool. Shout shout out to the PS4. Shout out shout out to the shout out to the king. You know what I'm saying? Remember that PS Plus Video Pass last week that, that we talked about Iraq yeah. Night? You know, you yeah, can watch yeah. a you can watch Venom. You know, <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to watch Venom, but you you can watch Venom. Uh, it turns out it is true. So it is. I it is a PS Plus perk for Polish members for the next year, and it's true. So you'll be able to watch movies like Jumanji. I thought it was a good movie. Did you watch Jumanji? Uh, when it popped up on TV, I thought it was I. You know, you know, it's a funny thing about that movie too. What? The um oh uh, oh I forgot her name. I'm sorry, but the girl that plays um oh I forgot the two names. Um, MCU, uh, Gamora's Nebula, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, huh, this actress over here in Jumanji, you know, kind of kind of sounds like Nebula. Like, it's kind of wild. And my friends were like, dude, that is the same actress as Nebula. And it was a very stupid moment for me. But It's okay. You know. We've been there. We've all been there. It's like, uh, it's like, it's, it's almost like when you're PS5, um, you know, uh, Decides to turn on you and runs the clock to zero and then shoots it back up to another hour. I don't think you know? that's how it's like. Uh, it, it, it is like that. <laughs> it is like that. Well, the uh, PS Plus Video Pass is going to be available for Polish um, uh, 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 countrymen, if you will, for the next year. And uh, it's a free. <laughs> it's a free. I don't know why I said countrymen. It's a free bonus for PS Plus. Um, Arachnite, I want to ask you if. PlayStation Plus Video Pass was in the States, would you use it? No. <laughs> Honestly, me not it. It's, a, it's a hard no. I'm like, no disrespect to Sony, but like, why? Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll reiterate what I said before. It's not like they're charging anything more for this. It's purely an additive, so I, sure, you can't really be mad at it, but not the additive that I want from PS Plus, personally speaking. Definitely not. Definitely, definitely not. It is what it is. Well, we got some new PS Plus subscriber count numbers as well uh, via the fiscal earnings call, of course, from this week. And it looks like right now, here, I'm just, just going to read this from Liam Croft on P on Push Square. By the way, links below in the description to all these stories. As Sony's PlayStation Plus service goes from strength to strength, so too does the number of users subscribed uh, for 476, 47.6 million is the latest statistic come the end of fiscal year 2020, which is an increase of 6.1 million compared to Q4 of fiscal year 2019. The service has gained another 200,000 memberships in the space of two months since the last count of 47.4 million that took place in early February. So, hey, PS Plus is still very, very vibrant, still going on. 
of course this article does note that you know some big offerings were added to the service like control ultimate edition ff7 remake the destruction all-stars i don't i don't i don't know i don't know if destruction all-stars is, is, is like a big one to include there but okay all right you know you can do that um but yeah so pretty cool right there you know you know destruction all-stars they announced their season one stuff i feel bad because it's like i kind of wanted to put it in the dock but at the same time it's like i don't know <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i don't think i really even care to talk about that game you know what I'm saying? But, um, I mean, that game kind of... It died... Remarkably fast. It was a... It was a flash in the pan. Straight up. Like... If even. And I feel bad for that studio. Like, because... So, sorry, I devs. Yeah, Lucid Dreams. Like, I actually... You know... The, the Destruction of All-Stars is not a bad gameplay game. It's just that, like... There's just not anything to do in that game. You know? Outside of, like, the three modes and stuff like that. And, like... Yeah, there's some single-player stuff, but, like, eh, you know. Yeah, no, it definitely is not. Not hitting particularly, but uh, shout-out to PS Plus. You know, we love that. We love that. We also got some news here um, involving the future of Sony, which I, me and Christian Buckley did did talk about extensively on Gamescast this week. But um, it is Sony and what they are planning to do in, in terms of investments moving forward in the PS5 generation. This comes to us, I believe, straight from Jim Ryan's mouth. But let me, um, yes, it is Jim Ryan. So uh, here's what he had to say here. He says here, well, I'm going to read the article from Robert Ramsey. It says here, the bottom line is that Sony's looking to bolster what is already one of its greatest strengths. The PS4 had a formidable first-party lineup, and the company will want to replicate and improve upon that with PS5. Indeed, PlayStation boss Jim Ryan has stated that this console, this console generation will boast, quote, more dedicated software than ever before. And they are set to invest $183 million into first-party development this year. How is this tickle your fancy, Arachnite? Is this uh, anything really that surprising to you? Not surprising, but I'm happy to see they're going in the direction that they are. Yeah. 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 Definitely. L l like, um, yeah. As I reflect on it more, you know what I'm saying? It's like, PlayStation's saying, like, yeah, we're going to invest in our e exclusives that you all loved on PS4. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, just that statement alone is a good thing to me. Agreed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and and we actually had Jim Ryan also address the other things of like, oh, how was your Japanese support in terms of Japanese games? Because, you know, you kind of, um, you know, very much crippled Sony Japan and stuff like that. Like, um, and at least he has said that we will be getting Japanese games and there will be a bolstering of Japan studios. Like, it's not like we're just going to leave them out to dry or whatever. That statement, it's like, you can say that, but I thought that you, you know, like, kind of cutting down Japan Studio is not really reflecting that, but I guess we'll wait and see. So for that, it's like, I'm not going to take necessarily your word for that, necessarily, but, you know, you're going to have to prove that a little bit more um, from that whole standpoint. But, um, yeah, I mean, overall, no, like, I think this is great, you know, investing in what is good about PlayStation, and it's those exclusives, so... I don't know. It is what it is. It, it is, is what it is. It is what it is. Arachnite. The Last of Us 3 story has an outline. 
I want to read Neil Druckmann's quotes here. Um, this is uh, Neil Druckmann, and I think Hallie Gross as well um, is referenced here as well. But Druckmann said, quote, I don't know how much I want to reveal. Co-writer Haley Gross, Haley Gross, Haley Gross and I did write an outline for a story that we're not making, but I hope one day can see the light of day. That explores a little bit of what happens after this game. We'll see. Uh, and so he also goes on to say, like, quote, after we finish one of our big titles, we take one we take a long time to explore different ideas, whether it's going to be Last of Us 3, whether it's something new, whether that's some old franchise we, we want to go back to. I like to fully explore all those, all of those, then look at like, okay, we have all these ideas in front of us. As a studio, what do we want to commit to? Because it's a huge commitment. Monetarily, time, passion, talent. So you think about all the opportunity costs that come with that. Arachnite, I ask you, do you want... The Last of Us Part 3. I... I think we need a little break. Mm -hmm. I don't want their next game to be Last of Us 3. Hmm. I agree, actually. Because... I, I agree. <laughs> Last of Us has always been a game that you could just leave it as it was... Like, if Part 2 never came out, Last of Us could have been a standalone title and been fleshed out and through and through. Like, mm. it had it had a conclusion that everybody, or at least most people, I feel could have been happy with. Part 2? A little less of that, I feel, because it did leave some threads hanging. So, if any game deserves a sequel, it is part two. But I think we do need a break from The Last of Us. Because I think I can speak for everybody when I say that part two was a heavy cycle. Like, the months surrounding part two, before, during, and after, very eventful. We had leaks, we had outrage, we had the actual experience of the game. I think we do need a break. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, to honestly go with your point, I think we will, right? I mean, like, you gotta think, The Last of Us came out in 2013, Part 2 came out in 2020. You know, like, like a seven-year gap in between that, we got uh, Uncharted 4, and we got Lost Legacy, right? Mm -hmm. And we got... Technically, we got Last of Us remastered as well, but, you know, that's a remaster. Um, so, I think there will be a gap between Part 3. And, like, I think if Part 3 ever does get made, I think it's going to be, once again, just like the, just like Part 2 was, just like Last of Us was, the end swan song of the generation for the PS5. You yeah. know? I really, I really do think that. Um, so, I am right with you where, like, yes, I would want to see a Last of Us 3 made, just because, like... I trust Neil Druckmann, and I don't feel that he would make a game explicitly because Sony told him to, right? I do think that, like, he has a vision for Part 3, and I really want to see that come to life, right? Like, I I, 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 I believe him with that, right? Um, but I would love to see things that happen in between that are, I mean, number one, top, top of my list, I don't know about you, Rack Knight, I would love a new IP from Naughty Dog this gen. 
you know i would love that we we haven't gotten a new ip since the last of us from them you know what that, i'm saying that's strange to think about but you're absolutely correct yeah yeah it's true straight up like no it's it's been uncharted and last of us and yes i love those games I want a Lapsus Part 3. I don't want uh, another Uncharted from Naughty Dog. I think we're done with that. You know, Uncharted 4 has to mean something in my eyes. Like, like that was such a definitive end. I want Uncharted from someone else, right? From, like, a different studio, a different perspective on it, different character set, whatever, right? Um, yeah, so I do want Part 3, but I do want a new IP before that. Also, where the fuck is Factions? Oh, I used the F word. It's okay. No, I didn't mean it. You know I what? I didn't mean it. Who cares? This is about P- Who cares? PG-13. Yeah, fuck them, right? Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so first, I say give us factions. And then think about, uh, please give us a give us a new IP. You know, sci-fi. I would love that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I think we're on... I think... But, but like... Would you, I think the, the last thing I'll say, right? Like, as someone that, um, I feel like you enjoyed part two, right? But, like, not as intensely as, like, I feel like I did or, like, you know, a friend of the show, like, Jack Martin did, right? Um, yeah. Overall. Like, yeah. would you play a part three? Yeah, absolutely. Like, okay. despite my grievances that I had with part two, like, I would absolutely play a part three. Like, yeah. because that's the thing about sequels it's it's a risk factor that because you can you can make an existing story you can expand on an already existing story and make it remarkable you can add an excellent chapter to a story Hmm. or you can ruin what was already there right but with part three i feel like part one didn't need a sequel but it got one, and that's okay. We got, like, part two, and it was a good ride. Like, they did a good job with it. Part two, I feel like, needs a sequel after all those threads were left hanging. Because, like, not to get into the details, but the endgame status of the important characters, like the characters that you went through the journey with, it's yeah. not, it's, it's not, like, the ribbon isn't as nice as it was in part one with the ending with Joel and Ellie because it was made to be ambiguous. Right. This, I don't feel, was made to be ambiguous. Like, there is, like... Like, keep your eyes open for it. A kind of mentality, I feel. I feel like they were always planning for a part three. No, I am right with you because it's like, yeah, I think Christian asked me, it's like, um, uh, I forgot how we got this, but, like, they say in this, oh, yeah, like, you know, we hope it gets made. Who... It's gonna get made. Part Dude, three will part three will happen. Last Absolutely. of Us Two is the like most critically acclaimed game of all time because it won. It's the only game with like how many Game of the Year awards? It's two hundred. Yeah, it's like over two hundred. Yeah, yeah, like like it's a lot. So yes, if anyone you know is uh, it, it's just that they can't say it right now, which absolutely makes sense. Duh, yeah, right. But yes, it is happening. <laughs> Yeah, yeah no, like Last of Three is happening. Soon, The Last of Us prints money. So, it, 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 all Naughty Dog has to do is like, hey, Last of Us 3? It's like, okay. How much you need? 
literally blank check across the board for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So but don't don't stress. If they yeah. want to make it, they'll make it. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm definitely down for part three. I would love, 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 love a new IP from Naughty Dog this year. I, I I want that more. I want that more than part three. If I'm being completely honest with you, but obviously I'll eat up part three like like a Christmas dinner. Duh. Um. So yeah, that's that. So we will see how that all unfolds in the generation. Next up here, this is a funny one because, of course, we did Road to Ghost of Tsushima, right? Uh, and we covered a lot of history that the game does involve, right? So there was this UK game show called The Chase, where it's a trivia game show, right? And this contestant was asked, quote, The term kamikaze, or divine wind, comes from the typhoon that saved Japan from invasion in 1281 by which ruler? So then the contestant says that he had just played a game on PlayStation where the Mongols invade Japan, and he got it right, which is the answer, of course, the Khan. So would you look at that, you know? Guys, look at that, man. I say, hey, Ghost of Tsushima, educational game. You know? You know, get, like, I've learned <laughs> a lot of, like, not useless, but eccentric trivia from games that have come in handy. Indeed. Indeed. Like, it's... It's fun. Like, it's it's always like, oh, like, you know, where'd you learn that? And it's like, how do I tell them I learned that from Spider-Man? Yes. <laughs> so you have to lie. <laughs> no, I mean, do you remember Peter's quote about, like, hey, Miles, look, like, if you help one person, you help so many other people after that because that makes a ripple effect, right? Yeah. Like, this person might go on to, um, you know, be a little more courteous to, like, the bus driver. And that bus driver, you know, has more of a happy day because of that, and it spreads, right? Yeah. Like, that, I think, is one of the most, like, poignant things I've learned in a game ever about life in general, you know? It's not, like, a cold hard fact, right? Like, it's not, like, a stat, but just a way of living and, like... Yeah. Yeah. passing on that goodness and that multiplies like, like that was one of like the most pro games can definitely teach you shit absolutely 100%. absolutely i was 100%. meaning more Trust. like logical facts because right yeah. spider-man <laughs> ps4 helped me pass a spot a science test that's fire uh that's fire. with you remember those puzzles where you had to match the uh the material and yes sir like um. I, I remember reading about it and being really interested about it. And then, like, my very next semester, I was learning about that in school. It's like, oh, okay. Go off. Wait, so, like, that's, like, a real thing? Yes. That's cool as fuck. I didn't know that. You think that's Damn. just video game stuff? <laughs> I honestly thought it was just, like, a mini game thing. Like, I didn't realize, like, there was some real world application applied to that. It's, ma it's material science, dude. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I'm a dummy, bro. You already know. No. <laughs> but, hey, if I was on this game show and I got this question, I would absolutely answer it right because we played Ghost of Tsushima. So, shout out to that. Kublai Khan. Kublai Khan. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Well, uh, not shout out to the Khan specifically, but shout out to the contestant. Yeah. <laughs> that, that used Ghost of Tsushima to get it right. So, cool right there. Next up here, this is not PlayStation related, but I feel like we gotta give a big RIP. Um, Activision has done it again, okay? So they killed 
Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Why did I? Why am I forgetting the team behind that game? Uh, that was Vicarious. Vicarious Visions. Yeah, he. They got blended into something. I think it was a support staff for for COD e too. I think every every company is working on COD. Yeah, that's the jux of it. Every every team under Activision is working on COD right now. Um, that includes that includes developer Toys for Bob, who developed Crash Four. It's about time. This fucking sucks. This sucks. You know, like Crash Four, I thought was a excellent game. I would have loved to see more from that franchise. I would have loved to see them stretch their legs and do more Crash Bandicoot games because, like, I thought it was some really clever platforming, really, really good game. You know, I, I, I liked it a lot. And to see this happen to the studio now, they're just gonna be blended into Warzone. This is bullshit. Arachne, you have any thoughts? Uh, this is bullshit. What the Perfect. fuck? God like, damn it, man! It's horrible. Because Toys for Bob, just, it sounds like a fun company. Yeah. And all the games that they were making were fun. Like, Crash 4 was fun. Like, the only grievance I had with that game at all was just load times. Other than that, it was a fun ride with a good story. Great gameplay. On top of that, some some devs within Toys for Bob were, were also laid off as well. Yeah. Just to add salt to the wound. Because why do you need an entire company's worth of staff to work on Warzone? Yeah, this is... Yeah, that's... God damn, man. And yeah, no, this ain't it, man. It's... I've been hearing a lot of rumors that the this year's COD is in bad shape. Yes, yes, yes. That, 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 that like, it might almost not come out which is wild to think that like we might not get a cod annual release which has been happening since like i think before 2007 <laughs> like, like it, it's a very long time that we've had an annual release for cod like no matter what rain or shine armageddon or not ragnarok incoming doesn't matter there will be a cod this year will it um, be good probably not but it yes. will come out there is that as well, absolutely. Like, but um, yeah, man, this sucks, man. I don't know. I honestly just fuck Activision, Activision, and fuck Blizzard. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's there. I don't know. It's a repugnant company with horrible practices. It's just like damn. Like, also, it's like I mean, it's outside looking in, right? Huh? Like. They, they have... I'm sorry to cut you off. They have no, no, all no. these people. They're killing creativity. And for what? A mediocre game? Fuck you. <laughs> like, where I'm at, it's like, look. Okay, yes. I understand that Warzone is very popular. Right? A lot of people love Warzone. It's a lot of people's bag. That's completely fine. You know, it's all good. Absolutely. I came from a COD lineage. I loved Call of Duty back in the day. You know, I, I, I don't play it a lot nowadays, right? But I definitely come from a COD background where, like, holistically, like, COD is still my favorite playing shooter on the market, right? Like, still, like, there's, I, I do love COD, right? Like, in a lot of ways. I don't love Warzone, but I love Call of Duty, right? So, on top of that, though, like, I still think it's puzzling that Activision would, like, really essentially put all of its eggs into one basket with Warzone. 
like that's a dangerous gamble you know that that a lot of studios like i'm just really shocked that they did this you know like i mean uh, it's just wild man like I, and yes, to be fair, right? Also, you gotta keep it a buck, right? Crash 4 didn't sell insane, right? Like, it definitely didn't sell a ton. So, I can see from a strict, like, you know, sales figures, you know, we're looking at, you know, the uh, uh, earnings and all that. And yeah, okay, Crash 4 didn't sell a ton, didn't make a lot, you know, compared to Warzone. But, I mean, I still don't know if this is. They, uh, yeah, this is not the right move. Yeah, they only care about money. Like, Activision, like Activision Blizzard, is the definition of a soulless company. Yeah, yeah. like because even EA used to be like that, but they've been turning it around a little bit. EA's, e, e, EA hasn't been that bad for a while. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah, they've been I turning agree. it around. Mm-hmm. But Activision EA's been doing good. Yeah. Activision Blizzard has been consistently soulless, and it's disheartening to say the least. Yeah. They only care about money in the bottom line. They don't care who they have to stomp out to get it. And it's it. it I don't know. It it fuck Activision. <laughs> Like, it's just like, dude, can you imagine being hired at Toys for Bob, like, last year? Be like, holy fuck, we, we, are we doing a Crash 5? Yeah. Like, like, are we, are we doing that? Like, let's fucking go. And then, no, you get put on fucking Warzone. They, they teased it, too. In the, you remember that TV in the beginning of Crash 4? Mm-hmm. They teased it. It's like, yeah, like, we're, we're, we're definitely cooking something up. Like, you know, keep your eyes out. And not even Crash, like... Vicarious Visions, the guys who did Crash, the Insane Remat, uh, re- the Insane Trilogy, the, the Insane Trilogy, yeah. Tony Hawk, we were gonna get Thug. I can feel it in my bones. We were gonna get Thug. Like yeah. Tony Hawk's Underground, we were gonna get Thug. We were gonna get a Thug remake. They took that from us. They took that from me. And. That's something I can't forgive. <laughs> like, it's tragic. It's tragic. With every ounce of my being, with every fiber of my will, fuck Activision. Well they, said. It's just, ugh. Well War, not only are they putting all of their eggs into a battle royale, it's just. The battle royale isn't even all that special. <laughs> it's just it's just Call of Duty, but in a battle royale. It's like great, yeah, that's wonderful. Who fucking cares? Your last few like Modern Warfare was good. Like we're gonna move that one away. Okay, Modern Warfare is the outlier. But think about the last call, the last five Call of Duty games we've gotten, and I can give you one common denominator between all of them, and that they're all pretty mediocre. <laughs> I want Ragnite to go to one of the board meetings at Activision and just be like, listen, do you see your trend? Yes, it's called mediocrity. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, a PowerPoint presentation, five slides, get, like, fucking just get your shit together, assholes. Yeah, 
Like, yeah, man. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. Part of me is like, I get it. Warzone's huge. All right, you know. But at the same time, it's like, you're putting all your eggs in one basket? Like, uh, like Epic isn't even doing that, right? Like, Epic has other games in development, right, that are not Fortnite, you know? Granted, yes, for a while, it was just Fortnite, absolutely. You know, for sure, right? But they're at least doing other things in the game space that, you know, are not Fortnite. And I think it's weird that you had really good pillars. Like, can you imagine if they kept doing, you know, Tony Hawk and you get that thug and you get Crash 5 eventually and like, you know, etc. Right? Like that would be such a cool undertone to have, along with, of course, supporting Warzone. Like, I think you could have struck a balance where it's both, but I guess not. I don't know. I guess not. It is what it is. That's how that's how business goes for sure. But I definitely feel for those employees that, you know, got hired at Toys R Bob to, to want to work on Crash 5 and you're not going to be able to because they have to now work on skins for the next bundle in the Warzone store for next month. Like, I don't know, man. You know, you yeah. hate to see it. It's, it's not great. And it, I don't know, like, it's soulless. Like, it's the, it's the only word that I can use to describe the practices that Activision does is soulless. I hear you. Like, Activision you. Blizzard, like, the entire company is soulless. And it sucks because if it does well, other businesses might follow suit. And if it does poorly, a lot of people are going to lose their jobs. Yeah. And a lot of people yeah. have already lost their jobs. Very true. And they very, don't very care. True. Like, they care about getting bonuses. They care about getting paid. And I don't know. That's why I don't really support anything Activision does anymore. Like, I bought Crash 4 because it's a Crash game, and I enjoy it. So I bought it. But, like, moving forward, there's nothing they can do that I will support. Like, Modern Warfare 2 remaster, I don't care. Like, you could remake Black Ops 1 from the ground up. All right, man, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to buy I'm gonna buy a Black Ops remake in Modern Warfare 2. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so, okay. I, I can't help myself. It's I'm okay. Sorry. I'm sorry, you. King. I'm sorry. I forgive I'm you. So <laughs> I forgive you. Because I'm like, oof, I'm most definitely going to buy those two things if they ever come out. I'm sorry. I, I will not. <laughs> oh, hey, re respectfully so. It's I, it's one you, sale. Yep. They're not gonna miss me. But I know I I know I shouldn't, but I am going to. Yeah. I'm just no, telling you right now. I get it. Yeah. But it's it's just they don't do anything right. It's like you ever know somebody that just messes everything up? Like everything they touch it just completely falls apart. Yeah, it's me. You know Don't crazy. no. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew that was coming. Uh, it's just, it just irrevocably, because, because companies mess up, people mess up. It's fine. It happens. Oh man. But when everything you do results in public shame, there's probably a reason to think about changing things up. It's 
Activision is if you made mediocrity a company. It's like that whole Activision Blizzard is if you made mediocrity and bottom of the barrel and you turned it into a company. And that's not because of the devs on, like, you know, Toys for Bob or Vicarious Visions. That's not to them. This is to the leadership. The leadership at this company, at these companies, is mediocre at best. Complete fucking morons at worst. And it makes me angry. It, like, they can't they can't make their games right. They don't care about making their games right. And they, they, they press down on anything that's not making them a billion dollars. And it makes me upset. Because yeah. that's... That's how you kill passion. They are murdering people's passion for this industry. And they're they're trying to set an example that money is the bottom line. Because like I said, if it does well, people are going to follow suit. And that that makes the same run of the mill games. Like we got in twenty ten to like twenty sixteen. Third person shooter, first person shooter, third person shooter, first person shooter. And I love those games. This is, good, this is coming from somebody whose bread and butter are shooters. Not every game has to be a shooter. Like, if you're only thinking about shooters, you're missing out on a lot of quality content and a lot of fantastic ideas about how to tell a story. Because these yeah. people can't tell a story to save their lives. If you're expecting a story from an Activision game, good luck, buddy. Because you're going to get military shooter. And that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Honestly, I'm going to throw hands. Next BlizzCon, anybody wearing a uniform is getting some. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. Goddamn. I did. No. (laughs) Gee. No, but... um, it just makes me angry. Anything about Activision lately just makes me angry. Because, like, yeah. Pro Skater was great. The Crash 4 was great. The insane, the insane Trilogy was great. And all were universally praised. What hurts for me is the Crash 4. Because, like, man, the, like those masks, there were so many cool gameplay elements in that. That, like, I couldn't wait to see if they added more in, like, a future Crash 5. And now we won't see it. So... Or like Spyro, the people that love Spyro. I I bought Spyro. I haven't played it yet. That will be a stream series, but I haven't played it yet. I'm not played it yet. I yeah, like I know people that love Spyro. Like I was a Crash person growing up as a kid, Mm. so I was never really too into Spyro. I haven't really played it, but for the people that love Spyro, like like Christian Buckley. Yes, sir. It's just, it hurts. It hurt, like, I hurt for them. Yeah, man. You you know what doesn't hurt, though? What's it? Ratchet and Clank, ripped apart, baby. You see that state of play. You see that gameplay. If you want my full, full in-depth thoughts, definitely check out Road to, rip, rip, Road to Ripped Apart. But I did want to just bring it up here on the show to ask my boy, Rack Knight, how are you feeling about Ratchet and Clank? Rift apart. What are your thoughts? Well, other than the thoughts that I had, like on those live reactions that you can catch on the channel, I like thoroughly impressed. Oh my god, I'm fucking dumb. 
Yeah. You reacted with me. Yeah, I'm was, stupid as hell. Dude, wasn't that like <laughs> two days ago? <laughs> wow, I forgot. Yes, of course. You reacted with me to the state of play. So we really don't need to bring this up that much. But uh, yeah, it looks amazing. It looks great. Um, very also impressive. announced. Huh? Sorry, go ahead. I always think it's very impressive. Yes. Definitely, I implore everyone to go check it out. Um, also, in the state of play, Among Us PS5 was announced. That's cool. Nice. And some, I think the sequel to Subnautica, I think. Or Something some like DLC. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, cool stuff. Cool stuff. Definitely. Definitely. I think Among Us is a pretty big pop for sure. That's a, that's, that's definitely one of the indies that is questionable why it's not on PlayStation. Another one, I'm looking at you, Hades. Especially that. Like, that's, that's weird to me. But we'll see. We'll see when that ever comes to PlayStation. But, um, yeah, it's cool that. Among Us is making its way over to PS5, and uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart looks fantastic. I cannot wait to play it. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Lastly here, before we get to Paternal, okay, I did want to bring this up. Konami had an interesting tweet. They say here, quote, Due to timing, we will not be ready to present at E3 this year. We want to reassure our fans that we are in deep development on a number of key projects, so please stay tuned for some updates in the coming months. While we are not participating this year, we have great respect for the ESA and know that 2021 will be a great success. We will continue to support the ESA and wish the best to all participants at this year's show. What is Konami working on? Arachnite? Hopefully something good. Metal Gear Solid remake? Possibly. Castlevania? We oh. we did see their registered trademarks for Metal Gear Rising and Castlevania. Could those be getting re-released? You know? I... <clears throat> Metal Gear Rising is a game that not a lot of people talk about for yes. some reason. And I will be playing it a part of the Long Play Club Metal Gear Solid stream series and all that. You um, I think we're fun. playing that after MGS5, I think. Yeah, I, I think I, after MGS5. That's a solid place to put it because it, it'd be strange going from a Metal Gear game, like a tried and true Metal Gear game, to Revengeance. Okay. Because they're two completely different games or types of and, games. Right, right. Okay. Interesting. So yeah. I think it's a good way to do it. Yeah, yeah. I think um, after MGS4, it's um, Peace Walker. Uh, and then Ground Zeroes, and then MGS5, and then Rising Revengeance to end it all, you know? They said that, like, they wanted to end it on, like, a bit of, like, a somewhat, like, high note, like, like distinct note to end the series on, you know? Well, Revengeance came out before 5. Yes. They, yes. I do, yeah, yeah. They, they do say that, but, like, something about MGS5, they want to end on, like, Another note besides MGS5, I guess. I'm not sure. Once again, I'm I'm blind to Metal Gear Solid as a story. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not sure like why they want to have Rising be the last one. You know, but it will be after MGS5. So we'll see. We'll see. And um, yeah, that has been the news. Of course, we've been itching, chomping at the bit. The question of the week. How are you feeling about Returnal? Just kidding. I don't need to ask that question because it's amazing. But also in a very serious format, like what I'm going to title this as, is Returnal 
too hard. That's been the talk about the town, you know. No. Um, this is essentially our first impressions for Returnal. Um, I think I have maybe like seven to eight hours in the game, something like that. Yeah. Six right. to eight hours in the game, yeah, as of right I, now. I'm right there with you. Yeah, um, but you, we're definitely in two different positions for sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But uh, here, I'll, I wanna, I wanna start with you, Arachne. How are you feeling about Returnal? This is the first major PS5 game since the launch slew of uh, games. You know, um, what are your thoughts on House Marks Returnal? It is a blast. Yes, sir. It is. What you're getting is high octane, fast pace, knee jerk reaction. Like you need to be on your like on your toes every second in a combat encounter. However, I have six to eight hours. Other than the daily challenges, I'm done. Interesting. And I know it's a roguelike, a yes. roguelite, or whatever, but it's, there's no more, like, bosses. There's no more, like, you know, challenge. Because what, what used to be a boss room is just a teleporter for the next biome. Hmm. Hmm. So, wait... Aren't there ways that you can um, replay the bosses? None that I've seen at the moment. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I have seen that you can. Maybe I'm I just think. like because I'll go to where a boss area used to be, and it'll just be a teleporter. Maybe there is a way to do it within the ship. Yeah, like is it the other terminal, like the challenge terminal, where you can do like the daily challenges stuff for like. Or no? Perhaps. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought there was ways to beat the boss again, like, if you want to do it again. Yeah. You know? It's... But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't checked deeply enough. I've just been kind of running around doing the same thing again. And... It's not a lot of content. Mm. Mm. Because... Yeah. I think they were banking on it's like oh this is gonna take people a while to finish. I mean, here's what I will say, Ragnar. You are literally built different. Okay. <laughs> this is another thing too, like that. I think we gotta have context. So I'm not saying that your opinion is wrong at all, right? However, you have beat Doom Eternal on Nightmare multiple occasions, right? You have played the, you have played through the DLC. You are very skilled in terms of fast-paced shooters, okay? And this is a fast-paced shooter, right? So I think that you're a little bit <laughs> of an anomaly in terms of the average player, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Not saying you're wrong at all, but I just want to lay that context out that, yes, you are indeed built different, and this showed me. You beat the game on launch night. You beat the game on launch. Let me let me say that one more time. You beat the game on launch night, Iraq night. You are indeed built different. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like I know I'm patting myself on the back here a little bit. Yes, but King. it was on my second run. This motherfucker, bro. 
You know what happened my fucking second run? I died in the first biome. Thank you. <laughs> it's a learning process. I'm telling you, man. If you want to get better at those kinds of games, you got to play Doom. I mean, here's the thing, man. Look, I'm on an incredible run right now. My Returnal is in rest mode right now. I'm on the third biome. It's the furthest I've been. It's my, I think it was my third run last night. Um, and I'm like two and a half hours into it. Um, I am loving this game. Yeah, I no, am really, really loving it. Yeah, it, it's a blast. Of it's a, it's a great time. Yeah. The like the only thing that concerns me is the amount of content you're getting for the seventy dollar price tag. Right. Because whether like whether this is your first time in a game like this or if you're experienced two three runs in you're done and the only thing left are the daily challenges and whether it takes you like 20 hours to do each run or it takes you uh, like an hour or two it's still not a lot of content for the price tag which is disappointing because when I was done with my second run, I tried to go on another one right after. And I realized that there was no objective. Right. To to get the to get the the ending, you have to do specific things, like little specific things here and there, collect okay. a few things. And that's okay. You just go through the same rooms again, you go through the same challenge rooms. And then that's it. You're done. And then the only thing left are the daily challenges. And you only get one shot at those daily challenges. Ooh, okay, that's cool. That's because really cool. I messed up my first daily challenge. I see. I was going through it, and I wasn't really paying attention because, like, okay, this is my first run. That was my mentality. This is my first run. I'm going to get a, a feel for everything, and then I'm going to really go into it and then I died came back and it's like I couldn't replay it that was it it's like really and so it's like that's it like there's nothing I can do about that and I was like nope you're done you get one shot and go your, your time's up it's like okay uh, hey, I mean you know it's a it's a challenge you know what I'm saying like it's a definitely a challenge so the amount of content that we got for the price tag for me and my experience and my personal opinion based on what i've you know from my own you know gameplay 70 dollars is steep that was a steep price tag for the amount of game i got because i'm done there's yeah. nothing left for me to do like I've I don't have the platinum but I've collected most of the items. I'm I have more ether than I know what to do with. So it's like restart a run, go to the thing, deposit 3 ether, get an item, hit restart cycle and do a new item. Like and that's not fun. That's not something I want to do because if I'm not going to be using these items in-game, if there's no reason for me to really complete a run, 
why bother? Hmm. So, it's two days from release. <clears throat> this released on Thursday at 9 p.m. Not 8, 9. <laughs> and in a mountain standard time. <laughs> oh, man, I'm weak. So, oh, man. I played as soon as it was open at 9 p.m. sharp. I was there. I was in there. I was going through the, the motions with Kevin in the stream. And I finished my. I, I did the. I played the first one. I died where everybody was supposed to die. And after that, it. That was the run. I finished the game. And I was like, okay, cool. I thought it was going to be like Hades. Because that was something that I appreciated about Hades that I didn't know I appreciated until Returnal. Is that despite everything, like despite finishing, do it again. And again yeah. and again. It gets harder every time. Do it again and again and again. You had an objective. And I do think if, if we're going off of roguelike games, Returnal is the better game because it's a different kind of game than Hades. It's a shooter, which I appreciate. It's faster than Hades, which I also appreciate. If I had to pick one, I would still go with Returnal any day of the week. It's right. a fun game. It's great. Everything about it is polished to the point of just, you know, high intensity. Like, there were moments where I realized I was gripping the controller that my hand was starting to hurt. For me, it's like when I'm, when my physical body is like moving with my character, like to dodge, that's how I know, like, I'm really, I'm really into something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, or like my like foot, like, you know, does like a little like side thing because I'm like dodging. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That, those like, those instincts, like, dude, that's, I, I, I have been loving this game. I, yeah. I have been loving it. Yeah. Yeah. For you, sure. You need to keep, everything focused in order to survive especially early on in your experience yeah i like i i don't know where to start with talking about eternal like okay so i was getting my ass beat for sure in the first biome right but i honestly think i honestly think that those that are struggling with this game i really say what you need to do is under and and this is and this is how i take every hard game that i've ever encountered right like with cyber shadow same thing right it's that like i don't particularly always aim to get through the the to get through the part i'm stuck on every time right that's not always my goal right so and a lot of times early on my goal is to just learn as much as possible. As long as I'm learning on the run and improving in any aspect, that will eventually get me closer to the ultimate goal of beating what I'm stuck on, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the approach I took. It's like, look, let me just have this run be an intel reconnaissance type of run where I'm just learning and just understanding, okay, this weapon with this attribute, okay, I like um, Shock Stream now more than the, um, uh, what's it called, the, like, Trap Seeker? The the bullets that, like, kind of do, like, a wide array, and then they hone in on an, on the enemy for that alternate fire, like, different, like, just different stuff like that, learning what these items do, learning what the consumables do, and everything, like, I would, I would really give the person that is listening to this right now and is stuck on returnal to just take it slow 
take it slow, learn as much as you can, experiment early on, you know, and eventually you will reach a point where you make the right choices in what you're given and you're able to move on and you're able to beat what you are stuck on for sure, for sure. But um, I've been loving this game. I've been loving it. You know, I'm not going to lie. First day, I was a bit humbled. I'm not going to lie, Ragnite, for sure. But uh, this run that I'm on right now, um, everything is everything's aligning, you know. Um, and and I, I think this game plays amazingly. I think it looks great. Some of the attacks that the bosses do are like such spectacles. It's like, dude, what the fuck? You know, like, it's great, man. Like, um, you know what it actually reminds me of, Arachnite? What? <laughs> Some of the boss's attacks, honestly, it reminds me of, like, being at a rave and what they do with Bro. the lights. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just gorgeous. Like, 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 there are so many, like, gorgeous things that they do with, um, you know, enemy attacks and everything, and like it's it's really 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 fun. I'm I'm really enjoying it. I'm loving this mystery as well. I don't want to spoil any of the story stuff, but like, really cool learning about the civilization and like how it ties to other aspects of Celine's personal life and all that. Like, very very cool stuff here. Um, um, what's what I want to say? Like, there's also this article that I I wanted to put up right that I definitely feel like you would you would definitely definitely probably probably disagree with right but there have been a lot of calls um for this game to have some sort of mid game save point right because some of the areas in your runs will take you like hour and a half two hours to get through you know just to pick through everything that is in those maps and everything and like um you know whether it be like you making choices and everything like there are some areas that will straight up take you like an hour and a half two hours to get through right um, and that's not even like including the boss fight. So a lot of people have been asking for a mid save point. Housemark did say, quote, we hear the community and we love you all. Nothing to announce now, but keep playing and enjoy the challenge as you can. And I really agree with that notion, right? Like, I don't know if this game needs a mid save point. What do you think? I saves can easily be abused. Mm -hmm. which concerns me I know Last of Us Part 2 Grounded did a good job of it it's like if you're in a dangerous situation and your game crashes sorry bucko that's just how it goes Right. because they right. knew their game didn't crash often they knew that people were going to close their game if they were about to die yeah and yeah. that's something that can be abused but it's not fair for their, the people that don't have a lot of time to put into games because they're like fathers and mothers, they're parents, adults that have responsibilities that they can't sit down for three hours and play a game through and through. Yep. Very, very true. Very true. Like, I'm in a position where I'm fortunate enough that I can sit and shoot aliens for three hours. And that's great. And I'm very grateful for that. There are mm -hmm. people that can't do that. There are people that can afford 30 minutes or an hour to play a game. And if they have kids, hey, Dad, can I play on the PS5? No, I've got a Returnal run on. Yeah, like, and it's not even that, like, oh, he can, like, just put and, like, suspend the application of Returnal. Like, r right now, Returnal is 
running on my PS5 in, in rest mode. But if I open up another game, it closes Returnal. So that run is done. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, but the article does reference that Enter the Gungeon found a solution past it. Can you detail that? Do you know what that is? Because I, I know you played that game. Do you I, remember how they use saves in that game? From the extent of my memory, I believe it brings you to the beginning of the room. But Gungeon also had much smaller rooms than Returnal. Returnal okay. has biomes. Okay, I would like that. Where, like, it's like, hey, if you're going to quit... You're gonna start at, at the beginning of the biome, but like, then again, it's like uh, some of those biomes, like I said before, take like an hour and a half, two two hours to get through. So that could potentially be like a lot. I, or, oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. You know those teleporter? That's what I was gonna say. Or not, yeah, not the teleporters, the respawn the, areas. The 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 respawn area where you can go and like trade in some of your obelisks for like equipment and all that. No, like that, like middle room or no. There's a respawn thing where you say, okay, you deposit, like, five ether, and if he dies, yes. come back here. The reconstructor, yes. Yeah. I have that right now in my run right now. Yeah. I so, do. it's like, this is the save point. There's one in each biome. Okay. It, it may take a little time to find it, and that might be people's priorities, but it's like, if you go, and you can, you have the option to either save... Or you have the option to deposit ether and respawn, which also saves. Okay. And it's like, okay, okay at each of these teleporters, or these uh, respawn beacons, you are able to save. You're able I to think, save your run. Yeah, I think that would be a fair thing to do right there. Where you have the option to save, but obviously when you continue on after you come back, you won't respawn there, right? Yeah. Or you can choose to do the reconstructor which is you put in ether and then you're able to respawn and it acts as a save as well i like that i like that a lot because like i think if there was like a natural save point that would go against the purpose of this being a roguelike right yeah. like like that is the point of the game is to if you die you go back to the beginning like like that is the point you know and and like honestly like what it's what is a little bit like frustrating kind of from me hearing these people like and, and i was on that side like, yo i was struggling with returnal that that first day for sure but it's like guys like once you play a roguelike and once you get stronger and better and you do get permanent equipment all right i just got the grapple hook oh my fucking god let's go yeah. you know what i'm saying yes like like you get stronger after every run so when you really go back to the beginning of the run Arachnid, you know how easy I'm going to brush through that first area now? Absolutely. That, it's going to be a cakewalk. And I feel that, like, people in the same vein that Hades was, right? Like, once you do a run in Hades, those early biomes, I mean, those early areas are fucking nothing. Like, they're just simply to just get to just give you more weapons and more currency to use later on in the later biomes and later levels. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I feel like people aren't understanding that like that's how it's gonna go it's not like you're starting from zero every time like you are getting stronger and you are getting permanent upgrades and you are above all else getting information and getting intel so that when you go back to that first biome it's a cakewalk you know how many healths i ran past because i couldn't get to it because that orange thing was there now when i go back there that whole area is gonna be a breeze a breeze you know so 
like but i do like your idea like if there is going to be a save point let's have it in the reconstructor points and you get to either save the game so you can quit or you can do the actual reconstructing which is to put in ether you get to respawn there upon death um and do that yeah yeah it's I, yeah i would agree i would agree with that yeah it's I think it's the best possible solution for this problem. And I really hope that they add a solution. Like, I hope it's like, hey, that's the name of the game, baby. Like, if you don't like it, don't play. That's, yeah, like, like a part of me wants to say that. It's like, guys, like, it's a roguelike. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's the genre. That's, that's the name of the game. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how it goes. Yeah. Like, but at the same time, I do feel for the dad. Absolutely right like like that is a reasonable ask out of someone that just has a different lifestyle than what we do we're like yeah i can go off work today and i don't have to look after a fucking child or like do anything really that strenuous like i can just you know like the most responsible thing i did last night right night was plan this show <laughs> you know what i'm saying and like did dishes you know what i'm saying like 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 i'm 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 23. That's the extent of my responsibilities past, you know, work work. You know what I'm saying? So I I definitely understand that point. But, like, I think there also needs to be a bit of a mid-between. Yeah. Know, I, sure. I, I, I definitely am on the side of adding save points. Like Same. If, yeah. If Gungeon can do it, if Last of Us Grounded can do it, you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like there are solutions to these problems and yeah. holding back an entire like plethora of people that just don't have the opportunity to sink hours into one game at one time is constricting. Like it's there's no reason for it. So I I really hope they add it. And I don't know. It's Yeah. Sorry, but Again, like, just, I'm really disappointed by the lack of content. Yeah, see, this was something that, like, I don't, so, hmm, because I don't want you to tell me, like, I'm on the third biome, right? Like, I don't know how much further I have left to complete unnecessarily run, right? Like, I don't know. Like, I know Hades had four. Had had four different stages that you would go through and then you would be at the end right um i'm not sure what what it isn't what it is in returnal all i know is that um i am on the third biome and i have seen plenty of different side areas that i haven't been able to access because of my equipment or this and the third like in the second biome there was like this lava side thing that i couldn't do and i almost died and almost fucked up my run right there um and like i know there's there's other bits and pieces of like maps that i haven't been able to do and like um i think i can go through red rather yeah i think i cannot go through like orange gates i think that yeah. i couldn't slash with my melee but now i can or maybe that's not a permanent upgrade that i got i got blade balancer so i'm not sure if that is something that is a permanent upgrade but um yeah so like i don't even know if i can obviously say if it is a lack of content problem with returnal but i mean like i think i'm experiencing a lot in the game right so far 
Um, but of course, like I see it from your point of view that you know because you were able to be so skillful and just beat that game on the first night, right? I could see your side of like feeling like, hey, there's not a ton here. Um, you know, overall, right? You'll, like, yeah, you'll get a lot of upgrades in your second run, which is why it's important. Okay. So you pretty much need to do the second run if you want to explore everything and get everything. Yeah, yeah, which I do plan on doing. Like, I, I really love this game. Like, I really want to take my time with it for sure. And, like, I'm happy that I struggled early on, you know, because I feel like it's, it's like, above all else, like, even through the struggle, like, I was enjoying this game so much. Like, I, I think its gameplay is fucking incredible. I, 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 I really do. Like, like I think this game plays great. For sure, but please continue. So, I finished like my first run, not release night. I got the trophy at like midnight, so it took yep. me about three hours to get, you know, to start the game, to go through everything, to read, to explore, all that jazz. Three hours. Run two didn't take me as long, and. I feel like a jerk. I feel like an asshole a little bit for saying this. Mm -hmm. Returnal's kind of easy. Here's okay. Like again, Arachnite. <laughs> like you are built different, right? <laughs> Which doesn't mean you're wrong. Doesn't mean you're wrong. But I do think that like you are built different. Absolutely. Like, the average player isn't by any means not beating the game on the first that night. No shot. People will take weeks on this game to beat, you know? But I think I'm... I mean, I would like to believe that, like... There, there, here's where I'm at, right? Like, I kind of agree with you in terms of, like... I really think that, like, once you get through that first biome... And once you really start understanding the game... Because the game doesn't tell you directly, like, what things do and, like, this and the third, like, that much. Like, like there's not a lot of hand-holding in the game, right? Um, but, but once you learn the game, I do feel that, like, it is a lot easier to grasp and get through. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, like, it... <sighs> What's a good example? But, it's like a snowball. Yes. A snowball down a mountain. Mm -hmm. So... It, it takes a little time to build up the snowball, but once it gets rolling, it doesn't stop. Like, if, if you make a mistake, sure, or if you're overwhelmed, that's absolutely understandable. It's... But the amount of equipment you get, the some of the parasite abilities are just fundamentally broken. Really? There are two parasite. There's a parasite combo I got in one run that healed me when I was at low integrity to about like to about twenty percent, twenty five percent maybe. And when I was at low integrity, it gave me a shield hit. So I would get hit, go down to low integrity, get a shield for the next hit, and as my health regens. By the point my health regens, if I got hit again, it would regen again because I had a shield. Hmm. So as long as I was careful, I could not die. 
and and I was like, wow, this is kind of boring. It doesn't really like I'm kind of bored right now, so I just restarted my run. I mean, here's a I mean, like here's nothing too, right? Like like there were some godly combos in Hades, right? That like you would sometimes get. I think honestly, Erect Knight. That is just like an anomaly of just like the RNG working so much in your favor. You know? Yeah, I got pretty lucky. Yeah, which which yes, re Returnal has a ton of RNG. There's some times where hey, you'll get shitty parasites, you'll get shitty weapons, and you can't really find like a lot of ways to up your weapon proficiency sometimes, and like you might just have like a shitty run, you know? Like that that happens more often than not but like i really do feel that like once you get that skill you're able to make those choices that they are given to you and make better options for your play style and you're able to do better more consistently i will say that you know for yeah. sure i think that like that is definitely part of it too um but like is returnal too hard i honestly don't think it's that hard to be honest and like this is someone for me that like i have definitely uh uh you know done a little bit of like you know i like lean away from like a souls game <laughs> you know what i'm saying um just because like you know i'm just so i do want to ask you arachnite like is this game easier than souls games and i feel like you're you're gonna say yes but i want to know what you're thinking uh depending on the soul it's it's a difficult it's a difficult question to answer because there are different kinds of combat when you think about a Souls game, and there's a different kind of combat when you think of a game like Returnal. Because I I think a better comparison would be like the comparison you mentioned, like to do Maternal, because they're both shooters. Dark Souls has closer melee combat. You're directly in the enemy's face. When in Returnal, if you're at low health, and the enemies will charge you, and they have lasers and guns of their own, and of course, but you're not in their face. Like in Dark Souls, in the Souls games, like the Soulsborne games, you are in their face. But like, there's no six feet apart here. It is <laughs> pedal to the metal. The there is no time. social distancing. <laughs> No, there's no social distancing. It is pedal to the metal in the Souls games. Right. In a Returnal, you have the opportunity to avoid that, which is something I tried to do. I try. I, I'm honestly a little interested in doing a melee-only Returnal run. I can't wait to see what you do here. Because it, I, I, I have done it for a few areas, and it's really not that bad. Because the melee is strong. It's a one-hit kill on most light enemies, and it takes a few hits on the heavy enemies, and it's a And with some of the very like some of the like light boss enemies, they do get a little tanky, which is fine. That's that would be a little more comparable, but you also can move around more, which is why I compare it to Doom Eternal. You have the dash, you have the grapple, you have all of the tools in your arsenal, similar to what you had in Doom. And from my experience, Returnal is a breeze compared to Doom Eternal's Nightmare. It's like, Ultra Nightmare to Returnal. We're gonna go the Ultra Nightmare to Returnal. 
Returnal is a walk in the park. Okay. Yeah. Because for any of the anybody who's listening, if anybody here has played Doom Eternal and Ultra Nightmare, especially the Ancient Gods DLC, because the campaign was a little tough, especially when you just started. Yeah. But the Ancient Gods DLC was a whole other ball game. It pedaled to the metal the entire time. The master levels on Ultra Nightmare pedal to the metal. Like, I've never had a more stressful but exhilarating experience playing a game than I did some of the Doom Eternal master levels. And after conquering those trials, <laughs> Returnal was a breeze. Like, I never really had a, any trouble with Returnal. And that's... That's kind of disappointing, because everybody hyped it up as like, oh, this game is going to challenge even the most seasoned veterans. Like, this game is going to... This game's going to test you. It's going to make you, like... It's going to make you want to get better. But it really does become a bit of a cakewalk once you get past that first biome, like we've been talking about. It Yeah. Once you get some decent items, like a decent gun... Or, like, example, the AR. It's my yeah. go-to weapon. It's got a high fire Dude, rate. The damage is good. For me, it's the Hollow Seeker now, bro. That thing yeah. is fire. I love the Hollow Seeker. Oh, my God, bro. Oh, it's, my God. The issue I have with the AR is that you get an attachment called Leech Rounds. Uh-huh. So you get, the, you get a small probability that each of your bullets on a successful hit will give you health back. Ooh, okay. So, I'm able to go through some rooms in Returnal. And, like, some late game room rooms. And avoid damage. So, even if I'm at low health or medium health, I'll walk out of the arena with full health. It's like, that's nice. You get hit in the next arena, okay. Then you get your health back. And... It becomes more just surviving the room than just surviving the entire ordeal, which makes it a little too easy. Mm. So I I have to actively avoid my favorite weapon because it makes the game too easy. And I get it. Like for anybody listening, this isn't me trying to stroke my ego. Like I'm not <laughs> that's not my intention. I get it. No, please, I'm, I'm sorry. No, please carry on. No. Listen, no, I will stroke it for... Pause. Oh, Jesus Bro? Christ. Pause. <laughs> Big pause on the play. Flag on the play. Flag on the play. I will uh, talk very kindly about my good friend and co-host here. This man is built different. I will not do what I said about 10 seconds ago. Bro? Where the... the Your Honor struck from the record. The... Bro. Access has been granted. Please continue. <laughs> Pause. Yeah, they caught me so off guard. <laughs> and, folks, that's how the clip out for Twitter is made. Your. Bro. <laughs> so. It's. I love these kinds of games. Like, I've, I've talked about it on the show for as long as I've been here. These are my kinds of games. And after my experience with these kinds of games, they they built Returnal. I, I, 
I could be wrong, but from my interpretation, from my experience, they built Returnal on the basis that a lot of people would not be able to complete this game very quickly. Yes. Yes. Very true. Very, very true. It's it's like, oh, people won't be able to finish this. Like, oh, it'll take them about like a few days or a week or whatever. It'll take them hours of game time to finish our game the first time. And it'll take them even longer because I will give them credit. The second run is much harder than the first. Oh, fuck yeah. The second Hell run yeah. definitely makes the game much more challenging. Yeah. And I did die a few times in in the attempts of my second run. I think I died about like five times before I landed my second run. And at the end of it, I I I was the second run is shorter than the first. And it is harder, but not enough to justify it. And I was surprised. It's like, oh, I guess I'm done. Because you'll get when when you finish your second run, you understand what I'm talking about. It's like, oh, you know, I thought I was still in the formula, like still working with what I had experienced in my first run. That wasn't the case. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm done. And that was it. Mm. And it's like, okay, a seventy dollar game b- before taxes. $70 for about six hours of playtime. Like, I can't shake the notion of, like, you're built different. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, 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 that's the thing. Like, I don't think the developer's intention was to have someone beat it on the first night. I know some would, right? Like you, definitely. But, um... Yeah, that's where I I end on that, and like it's 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 tough to talk about because like it's not like your opinion is like invalid, right? Feel feel how you feel, absolutely, right? Um, I feel like I'm getting my seventy dollars worth out of this game for sure. Like I like I yeah I I don't know if the run I'm on right now I'm gonna beat the game. I don't know if that is. If that's the case, then we'll come back and we'll talk about it for sure in the review next week. You know for sure. Um. But um, I'm I'm really enjoying this game, and like I I I imagine myself like just doing runs every once in a while, just because like I just think like this 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 gameplay is just so fun. I love the visual styling in this game. I love the story in this game. So I I don't love it. It's it's at least intriguing me. You know I I haven't really been given like any like huge um, revelations, if you will. You know, but um, I just love like the way this game. Even like the like, even the sound design in this game is like really impressive. You know, right. like, like yeah, like it's just. I love that there's all of this in this game, right? That seems very AAA, very polished, but like at its core, it still feels indie, uh, like, like a Rezo gun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it feels like an arcade shooter because like it really does feel like an arcade shooter. You know, with the uh, with the adrenaline system essentially being a multiplier system from like Rogue, sorry, from um, Resogun, excuse me, um, and just yeah, like like ah uh, man, like 
it's it's giving me everything that like I hoped it would have, right? Those those decisions mid run, like okay, am I gonna choose this weapon or that weapon? Am I gonna choose this parasite, this consumable over this consumable? Um, like like it's 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 really. Am I gonna go into the side thing where I could easily just get pummeled and die, or maybe there's a lot of loot there that will yeah. help me? You know, like like it's it's those decisions in the game that like. I am really enjoying this game. I I really think it's great. I think that House Mark did it, did it personally for me. You know. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Like, I, I know I've talked about like the game like having like a little lackluster content wise, but I had a blast. I de- like. Yeah. Do I regret my purchase? Not even remotely. Like, I thought about it. Like, I tried thinking about it. It's like. Do I regret buying this game? For the amount that I did, no. Because even if I didn't buy it and pre-order it like the way that I did, after watching your stream, I would have been instantly interested. Right. So I would have bought it regardless. There was no way that I was avoiding a game like this. So at the end of it, at the end of the day, I'm glad I bought it. I'm glad I played it, and I'm glad I finished it. I'm glad. I, I definitely feel like I got my money's worth. But yeah. I do wish there was a little more content. Like I no for sure. Like I I'm very very happy with my purchase. I think it was a great time. It was fun to improve, and it was my first time playing a game like this on a console, because I usually play these kinds of games on my computer, and there were moments where I definitely felt like it's like I wish this was were on a computer. Like I wish I could use my mouse instead of a key, or a controller. Right. Right. Because some of the shooting did feel a little off. The aim assist fought me, so I just turned it off. And My aim assist is staying on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> My is staying on. I'm on default controls. I know you moved uh, the alternate fire to L1. Because, wait. Uh, well, I guess I can't. Oh, wait, no, no. L1 is the grapple. Okay, cool. All right, bet. Okay, cool. Okay. Wait, L1's I, your grapple? Yeah. For oh. me. Yeah. yeah, mine's triangle, which I feel is nice. Oh wait, no, mine is triangle. I'm stupid as fuck. I'm I'm really dumb. No, I, I'm sorry. It is triangle. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Are sorry. You good. My bad. My bad. I. It is triangle. Yeah. I don't. I as soon as I was given the option, I changed it because there's something about holding down the trigger halfway that just doesn't do it for me. Oh, for for me it works. For me, it was like a bit of a learning curve. And, like, definitely sometimes when, like, things get really tense, I do accidentally, like, push it all the way through and do my alternate fire when I don't want to, you know, for sure. But, like, I think I think it's tuned very well for the dual sense. Like, like I think I think everything that they have in the dual sense in this game, for me personally, I think works really well. I think it feels great. I really love the control scheme by default. But, like, I can see the advantage of, like, putting L1 to alternate fire and having l2 just be a zoom in you know yeah i i definitely see that for sure i see both but like i like the default as it is like i like i think it works really well the dual sense novelty does wear out its welcome pretty fast in my opinion i don't agree this is interesting okay no please go on king go on because there are some aspects like I'm, I'm not annoyed by it, but it that like when I first started the game, I was right there with you. Like it's like it felt great, but 
it's I just don't need to feel a vibration for everything I'm doing, especially in the middle of a gunfight. Right. Right. And it didn't get in the way, it didn't impede me. It's still very impressive. I guess I just got bored of it fast. Which yeah. is fine. Like I it there's that's no like disres- disrespect or lack of appreciation for what we got. It's it, it just, it's like, it becomes, I guess it became ingrained with the game. So, it, it wasn't anything like, oh, the dual sense is remarkable. It's like, that's just part of Returnal's charm. Yeah. Which yeah. I feel like is a better way of putting it. And also an issue that I had with the game, a small, very small issue. This game has no bops. Game has no what? Like, the, the music? It's... Huh. I, when I'm playing a game that's a little intense, like an intense situation, I like to I like to vibe a little bit. Okay, yeah, th- I think I think that that that's a fair critique. I would consider like the music very eerie. Like I love the main like the, the main like the main like um, riff. I don't know yeah. how to describe it. That like violin type of like yeah. sounds. You know what I'm talking about? Like I love when the game does that. Um, but no, you're right. Like there isn't really like any like high intense action, like like hip hop esque. Not really hip hop, but like you know, like there's no. At least I found like high octane music. Right. Yeah. It's definitely more of like an eerie, a bit to be more of like a horror, scary type of feeling to it for yeah. sure. Yeah. It the horror theme doesn't really match with the gameplay. It matches with the narrative. That's a fair point, and like the world, but not necessarily like yeah. the combat. Because That's fair. when That's you're fair. when you're putting all the pieces together, when you're inside the house, I get it. That's a good place to have eerie music, and that's where I'll pause the music that I'm listening to. But in, in the middle of exploration, it doesn't really feel like oh, this is creepy, this is scary, because I have a grappling hook and a laser sword, and hmm. okay. it's like I don't feel like because if something jumps out, which it never does. There are no jump scares. There's nothing... Which, jump scares aren't the end-all, to-all of horror. There's there's nothing that keeps it eerie because everything is pretty well lit. I don't feel like... I don't feel that anxiety or that tension that typically comes with a horror experience in Returnal. That's how they marketed it. Like, it was supposed to be a psychological thriller, but it doesn't feel like that. It feels like I'm trying to unravel a mystery... But I also have a shotgun, so I don't feel stressed. Mm. If something mm. comes my way, you're gonna you just blast it out. It's like, okay, what's going on? Where am I? And then you just shoot the things around you. It's like, what's going on? It doesn't match up, which is is it's okay. So whenever I'm in combat or whenever I'm just exploring, I'll have music in the background. Typically, the Doom soundtrack. Mm. Especially those combat encounters. Yeah, like, I definitely see where you're coming from. Because, like, I would consider the music that they play in combat scenarios kind of, like, suspenseful. Right? And when I think the combat is action-packed and high energy, you know? And, like, yeah, suspense is in that same type of region, but... I think I would have, yeah, like, I get your point of, like, you know, it's it's much different than, like, the Doom music where, like, you want to be aggressive, 
when that music is playing. Like, like it feels really, really, really good in that game for sure. And like, I could have definitely used, you know, some, 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 some bangers here for sure. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that's valid. I, I think, I think that uh, that's a valid thing. But like, I am enjoying the eeriness of Atropos, right? I'm 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 really liking the environments that I have been through and everything. Like I think it's so cool. Like I love Selena's character as well. We haven't talked too much about her, but like I love that like she's just this very very intelligent astronaut that is deciphering these weird things. And like I love like there was a moment where where it's like oh this like mountaintop is like calling to me, um and like I and like I feel like yes like I must be like worthy of making it up to this mountaintop where other people in this you know bygone like society weren't worthy like like, like different stuff like there's just really cool one-liners in this game that like i i love celine like i think she's a great character so far you know i the twist that de- i did guess the twist pretty early on Okay, there I don't are, know. Yeah, I don't know of any twists. Like, I know there's elements. I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to spoil it. But like, yeah, I, I, I still don't. I couldn't give you a twist that I think would actually be the case. There are there are some developments in the story and the narrative that you can figure out pretty early if you're paying attention. Okay. And after getting the ending. It's like okay, yeah, I'm I'm not very surprised, but you know, I'm excited, bro. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. So ne- next week it's the review and the spoiler cast. So like we'll go in depth and like the story narrative and all that. Um, probably won't be that long an episode because like obviously you have already beaten the game, so it's like you know you could probably do a review right now essentially for sure. Um, but we'll get into more spoilers next week to end off the returnal talk for um safe slot, but okay. um. But yeah, no, I mean, of all else, like, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's a game that a lot of people are being turned off because of its challenge. I'm with Arachnite in a way where it's like, I think that once you really sit down with it, get a good grip, get a good grip on the game's mechanics, it's really not that hard. It's really not that hard. It is definitely, a, it is what I would call a nice challenge. Maybe a little bit above a nice challenge, you know? For me personally, like, like like that's where I'd rank it as someone that definitely is not really that much into Souls games, you know, because of its challenge and all that. Um, like I don't, what what I go for and what I don't like Arachnite in the game is I don't like a game where I feel like I don't even see a way beyond this challenge. I hate that in games. Like like I hate feeling like I don't physically know how to get past this part it's so hard like, like i don't like that right well i well what i do like is this game where it's like oh no i could do this i can do this like 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 it's it's challenging but i see what i have to do to to accomplish what i'm stuck at right. that's the that's the type of challenge i like and you can make what i have to do as hard as possible as long as i know how to do this even if it's very challenging i'm more willing to get through that and eager to get through that than completely being just in the dark just being obliterated just not knowing how to make how to how to continue you know yeah and i feel that returnal is in that sweet spot for me where it's a it's a challenge that i like where i know how to get through it's just challenging 
there are a lot of people in that position that makes me sad. Even people in our very own Discord mm. that are lost. Like they have no idea how to keep going. And to to go off like to go off of what you said a little while ago, like just get back up. Yeah. Every time you get knocked down, get back up. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody starts out good at these games. Everybody starts out getting completely annihilated. They get thrown around. They get slaughtered at the first encounter. It's tough. Yeah. And it's disheartening. But you, yeah, every, yeah. everybody, everybody has the capability of being good at these games. You may not be a world record holder. You you may not be Arachnite. You may not be built remarkably different. <laughs> but you can still make it through the end of the challenge. You can see it through. You can finish what you thought was impossible. And that in itself is a step forward. So, to anybody struggling, that is like, why bother? Get back up. Because mm-hmm. even just a few years ago, like just two years ago, I was getting thrown around in games like these. I played all the time. I practiced whenever I could. And then you become more accustomed to it. Like I was saying in the Discord yesterday, eventually you will reach a point where the chaos becomes more natural and you become more accustomed to it. Mm-hmm. Where you have 10 different enemies firing at you at all, from all cylinders and you feel confident. It's like, I can do that. I can handle that. And you'll make it through it. Everybody has the capability of doing it. Everybody. I agree. I agree. I agree. Well, this was a great conversation. Um, I love Returnal. I think it's really, really great. Um, I think, obviously, if you if you have a PS5, um, I think this is definitely a game that you should look into. Um, and I think as long as you understand that, like, hey, this is a roguelike, all right? You're meant to die a lot. You're meant to go through some struggles. You're meant to be challenged. You know, like, that's the name of the game. You know what I'm saying? Um... And hey, if that's not for you, that's not for you. That's completely fine. I avoid Souls games a lot because that's just not my bag. You know, totally fine. You know what I'm saying? So if if roguelikes aren't your thing, definitely it is what it is, right? Definitely not for you. But I think if you want a game that's really, really fun, very, very challenging, um, int- like so many cool aesthetics in this game that I love, um, so many visual things. If you want a game that I think, hmm. I think it rivals the use of the dual sense in Astrobot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 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 like I, I think it's on that caliber for sure. And it excites me, like, what the dual sense is gonna do for like Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, or for you know God of War Ragnarok, etc. Right? Like, cause I'm a big proponent of the dual sense features for single player games. Multiplayer, that shits off, obviously. You know, Absolutely. if it's like a, if it's like a competitive multiplayer thing, nope. Nope. PvP? No, sorry. PvE? Nope. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. PvP? No, I'm not doing dual sense features. But PvE? Anything that's single player? Yes, I'm down. 
and this game does it very very well um but yeah i i really like it tune in next week of course we will talk about the full spoiler cast and everything if i beat the game by next week you know we'll I've, i'll spoil as much as i can next week if i beat the game <laughs> you know i will give you my energy mm. every every ounce of my power i will during the streams i'll be there and i will be i will be supporting you and I really did not anticipate how much fun I'd have streaming the game, but it is very fun to have chat. It's watching me go. It's real, it, dude. It's been fucking great. Like last night was there. one of the, like my favorite streams I've ever done in my life. Straight up, it's fun to be there. Which, so fun, bro. Like I'm not usually a live stream person. I obviously come in to support the chat or the channel. I love being there with you guys in the community, but like Twitch isn't really my thing. I hear you. So. I don't like to say, oh, uh, somebody's live. Let me just drop what I'm doing and go watch it. That's not usually what I do. But as soon as I, I was in the middle of the gym, I was literally hanging upside down. It's like, oh, we're live? PS Source? I hopped in the stream. And I was having a blast while doing the early parts of my workout. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah I'd love to see it. But, uh,. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been Saves Off Podcast Episode 15, Arachnite. Where can the people find you? I am on the aforementioned PlayStation Source Discord, which you can find the link in the description below. Hop in. Great community. Great people. Get hyped. We got games coming out. We got yes, Turtle Now. We had Nier, which no one's talking about. It's fine. Um, we have <laughs> Resident Evil coming out. We have Mass yes, Effect. Yes, sir. We have banger after banger after banger coming out. Five Fantasy Eighty Seven remake, Intergrade, Ratchet mm. and Clank Rift Apart. Discord's gonna be popping for a while, so definitely oh, yeah. now is the time to hop in, get to know everybody. We got some fucking games going. If if I beat Returnal this week, I'll play Resident Evil at launch. Fuck it, bro. Fuck it. I will Fuck literally it. buy your copy of Resident Evil if you finish it this week. If I finish Returnal this week, I will play Village. At, like, just the prospect of, like, streaming that game, like, fuck, man. Like, dude, ugh, man. Like, I, hey, also be on the lookout, Metal Gear Solid 4, you know, that is also coming out. Not coming out, but is is being streamed on the channel. That has been really, really fun. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Mass Effect, I'm going to wait because I think that might be a long play club as well, so we'll have to do that later on. Um... But, uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. Very excited. Um, yep, this has been Save Stop Podcast, episode 15, the weekly news show about any and all things PS5, PlayStation games, and PlayStation itself. Catch the show here on YouTube.com, PlayStation Source, as, as well as podcast services like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, etc. via our anchor link in the description. Like the video and or rate the podcast to help us get seen by more viewers so we can go to Pieces Family. Down below, let us know what you like or dislike about the show and connect with us further on Twitter and Discord in the description. If you're feeling generous, hit that joy button to become a member of the channel with the $1 Prince tier like the people Musa and our $5 King tier members like Caleb Kaiser, Arachnite, SideQuest Sean, City of Ed Gaming, and Owen as well. And of course, stream series, you know, definitely check out those Returnal streams. Those are dope. And, um, yeah, that's about it, guys. Thank you all for watching. And as always, greatness, greatness awaits. awaits.